beautiful morning out there. Welcome to another beautiful live broadcast. This is the voice of Isaiah Phillips Aikintola. You're welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. This morning, by the grace of God, I want to welcome you and uh, invite you once again to journey with us as we journey with the Spirit. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in Him. I hope you had a wonderful night rest. Well, this morning, by the grace of God, we are once again going to track the heart of God. There are several things the Spirit of God is saying and revealing to us in this brand new day that we have to really take cognizance to. We've got to really understand and align to as we continue to expand on His Word and allow His Spirit to reveal His heart to us even in this brand new day. I want to believe that as we continue to press further and continue to make demand on that which has been given to us in terms of the revelation of our, of our identity in Christ, that we'll begin to see, amen, a change, a transformation, an impartation that will bring us to a place where we can truly represent God's intention for our day. Creation, the Bible says, is groaning and waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Creation is waiting. And we can no longer delay, amen, that expectation of creation. We have to flow into what the Spirit of God, amen, has defined us to be and has given to us as a power to bring a change. It's time we begin to really engage the reality of God's plan and purpose for creation for earth and for our own life. We have this one life to live and we have to live it in accordance to God's divine order and, and, and instruction. We can no longer you know, live within the, 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 the outer boundaries of, of, of the activities of the spirit. It's time to lay aside every other thing and step into that order where David said, this one thing that I do, this is one thing that I do. Friends, if we touch the kingdom, we will touch lives, we will touch, touch creation. If we touch the life of Christ, we will touch, amen, creation. If we touch the principles that heaven, amen, has given to us, we will transform our world. The world, the, 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 the power to change the world is not in the hand of any government. It's not in the hand of any nation. I mean, we all can see our nations have crumbled and collapsed under this little, you know, uh, you know pandemic that is out there. Whatever it is, whatever they call it. But we know one thing, that thing has judged the systems of men. It has brought people to a position where we can see with our own eyes that the governments of this world, they, they do not have the power, that there are things that are beyond their ability, beyond amen, their, 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 their strength, beyond their power, beyond, beyond their authority. And it's from there that we need to begin to take a detour back to the reality amen, of God's plan because the word of God, amen, I've, I've seen it all. We, we have, the Bible says, we have a kingdom that cannot be shaken. In the midst of this shaking, heaven is establishing us. The mountain of the Lord's house is being established. So I want to welcome you once again this morning, amen, that as we journey with the Lord and allow the Spirit of God to take us further, let's continue to yield ourselves. Let's continue to allow him, amen, to embed, to establish, to build within us, amen, his temple. We are the temple of God's house, amen. We are the mountain of the Lord's temple. And as we allow him to build within us, amen, the Bible says nations will stream to us. So I'm excited, amen, regarding the, the realities of the days panning out before us. There are glorious days before us. There are blessed, wonderful, amen, majestic day before us. We have to celebrate, amen, all that the Lord is doing. Only those, amen, who do not have insight and understanding regarding the, you know, the, the, the prophetic uh, uh, unfoldings of the Lord will be panicking in the days we live in. 
for those who do not understand what God is saying, what God has said in his word, for those who have not, who have no sight into what has been written, who have no sight, amen, into what has been unsealed, they are the ones that will be running around Elter Skeeter looking from, you know, join from running from one post to to another uh, seeking for some prophet to pray for them you know what's gonna no our future is secured in him and these are the realities amen that we are bringing that as we pray we pray from that eternal reality of amen of our of our identity in christ we pray from that position amen of our location in christ that this job has been finished even before he started hallelujah that this work has been finished Jesus said, I am the Alpha and I am the Omega, the beginning and the end. So whatever is happening, amen, in between, he would deal with it. Come on. Ours is just to follow him. You just follow me. Just follow me. He said, follow me and I will make you. Let's continue to yield our heart, and our soul, our minds, our faculties to him so that he can continue to make us. Amen. Whatever it's going to take for us to represent and manifest him in 2020, 2022, in 2030, in 2050, if it tarries, guess what? He will be giving us those things. He will be resourcing us earlier. There will never be a period in our life where we will become redundant and irrelevant because the word of God, amen, is the rock of all ages. The word of God is the rock of all ages. The rock of 2050. So let's 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 rest and let's allow him to take us hallelujah as the day unveils as the day you know opens up let's just journey the bible says the path of the righteous man yes is like the first light that dawns in the day as it journeys further amen that path gets brighter and brighter friends your path is going to get brighter this morning friends your path is going to get more enlightened this morning as you draw near with your heart and with your with your soul with your body this morning you are going to to get more transformed that's what happens when we come before the presence of god we get to be transformed you are not the same person earlier that connected a few seconds ago as you listen as you as you allow this frequency amen to flow into your space you are being changed Yesterday night, we were talking about that. This change might not be physical. You may not see it immediately, but something is happening, amen, inside of you. The more you engage God, the more you engage his word, the, the more you engage his values, his principle, a change is taking place on the inside. The Bible says the more we look into him, the more we look unto him, the more we behold his word as in the mirror, the more we are being changed into his likeness. There is a transformation. There is a reformation. There is a metamorphosis taking place in your life. You are not the same person. So when next you see me, you better believe that I'm not the same person that you knew. And next time I see you, I, I, I must know that you're not the same person. If you're tracking with God, if we're journeying with God, if the word of God is having a place in our hearts, if we're making room for him, hallelujah. So this is the platform this morning once again that I'm inviting us to come, all right, to connect to. Let's, let's open our hearts. Let's keep our mind focused on him. Let's continue to seek him. Let's continue to pray. Let's continue to allow him hallelujah, to renew our strength. I know many of us will wake up. Sometimes we feel tired. We don't feel like it. You know, yes, there are days where we wake up and we feel like, yes, let's go get the wall. And there are days you wake up, you just feel like, God, can, can I just have another 30 minutes, another one hour? But when you look at that which is said before you, Bible says, for the joy that was said before him, he endured. It's a period for us to endure. The night is coming where we're going to rest, friends. 
The night is coming where the Bible says no one will be able to walk again. We'll rest. So let's, let's, let's understand that we're doing something right now for posterity. We're doing something for our family, for our community. Yes, somebody must be on the watchtower. Somebody must wake up. Somebody must burn the midnight oil. Amen. Somebody must be out there at the gate post. Amen. In winter. It's getting cold now. You can see my, my dress code is changing. Yes, because it's getting cold here. All right. And you've got to change. You, you, you can't say, well, because it's cold, you're just going to, you know, keep yourself you know, on the bed. No, you just have to change your garment and continue the job this is our duty this is our calling all right if we don't pray somebody's life amen is going to be you know attacked by the powers of, of darkness if we don't pray come on some, somebody's going to lose his or mind if we don't pray you know something terrible is going to happen let's understand that this is a call when you when you when you engage in the place of prayer you need to understand that it's your duty it's your call it's like it's like a soldier that is positioned you understand uh, you know at that at that gate post <clears throat> excuse me you know is is like that is like that soldier man that is positioned you know at, at that at that point where you know they must check you before you pass you got to understand it's your duty it's your duty it's my duty god says i'm searching for a people that will call upon me that will pray he said, because I found none to pray, to, to, to call upon me. Then, then the rot, the, the, the judgment came upon the land. So let's understand this morning that once again, <clears throat> excuse me, we have been invited to pray. We've been invited. It's an invitation. And this is an invitation with honor. It's an invitation with honor. We cannot afford, amen, to give an excuse why we cannot come. He said, well, I just bought a car. Well, I just married a wife. Well, I just bought, you know, a, a new piece of land. <clears throat> they were all giving an excuse. They were all giving an excuse. We don't need to give excuse. We need to take our place. We need to take our stand on behalf of our land, on behalf of our government, on behalf of our homes, our family, on behalf of our friends and loved ones. We need to take our stand. We need the powers of darkness to know that there are people that are not asleep. We need to let the powers of darkness, even within all that is happening across the world, listen to this. They are not in charge. They are not in charge. China is not in charge. America is not in charge. All right, the, the Illuminati or whatever they call them, they are not in charge. The New Age are not in charge. If you and I are awake and we are at our post, we will continue to advance the purpose of God. You know why the path of darkness can thrive in a place? Because the light is not shining. Because people are not waking up. Because people are not praying. All right, when people are supposed to be praying, they're sleeping. When they are sleeping, guess what? The enemy thrives. Yes, that's what happens. If you are sleeping when you are supposed to be awake. The enemy will sneak on you. The Bible says, while men were sleeping. This is a spiritual slumber. This is a state where, you know, people have gone into dramatry. They, they, they are snoring away and the enemy. You see, the enemy don't sleep. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, all right, that these people on, you know, while you're on their bed, they are, they are awake planning evil. As it says in the book of Proverbs, they are planning evil so that by morning they hash that evil. We have to be awake spiritually. That's what I'm talking about. Not just talking about physical sleep now, all right? Even that, that is not too good. There's, there's a limit to which you sleep. There's a point in your life you, you, you know that, hey, I've got to get up. Even if you don't have anything to do, you get up. You begin to, you begin to engage in creativity. You can't be creative when you're sleeping all your life. Come on. 
ideas cannot come into you when you're just snoring away your life. You've got to be alive. You've got to engage life. You've got to understand that, amen, life don't just happen. Listen to this. All of the things that happen to us in life is because we allowed it or we, you know, we, 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 we ignorantly, amen, fall into it. Yes. So, I mean, I, I came to this realization years ago. Uh-uh. I've slept too long in my life. If I must get it, if I must be there, if, if I must make it, then I've got to be, I've got to be present. Then I've got to make myself available. The Bible talk about the group of people who, who have a standing before the Lord. You can't have a standing before the Lord and you're sleeping. <laughs> the angel of the Lord appeared or, you know, to, to John. The Bible says he fell before him as one dead. They say, get up. It's not time to fall down. There's a time to bow. When you are before him, you bow. But when you stand before his voice, before his word, you need to hear what he's saying. This is the time, amen, we need to take our stand. The Bible says, you who make mention of the Lord, give yourself no rest and give him no rest until... Friends, it's our prayer that is upholding the nations. Come on. I want to encourage you this morning, even as we engage further in the things of God. It's your prayer and it's my prayer that is keeping the community. Even with all the crime, it could have been worse than that. It could have been worse than that, but your prayer, amen, is, is, is keeping the enemy at bay. Your prayer, earlier is pushing back the works of darkness. And as you pray and you advance, guess what? They also move back. But if you stop praying, have you noticed, you know, in the scripture, they gave us that concept. All right. Moses on, you know, on, on the mountaintop. Yes. Moses on the mountaintop with his hand lifted high. The scripture says, as his hand remained high, Joshua in the valley, amen, fighting the battle of his life, fighting, amen, all the powers of darkness fighting the Amalekites and all these evil forces the scripture said he was winning it listen to this this is a corporate thing that we do I have to show up you also have to show up as the hand of Moses as you lift my hand up earlier while I'm doing this thing guess what we continue to win we may not see it they have to open our eyes to see the victory sometimes you understand the, the, the young prophet got up in the morning to go make a pee you know while he was peeing he saw the chariots of the enemy surrounding them all over he said oh Lord we're in trouble here master and now we're in trouble we're captured <laughs> the master said you don't know nothing there are there are there are there are armies watching over us. <laughs> there are armies surrounding us. You can see it. Lord, open the eyes of this apprentice. Let him see. <laughs> this guy, they open his eyes. He saw chariots of fire. Listen to me, friends. There are chariots of fire watching over us, watching over your home, watching over your family. They're all around us. We may not see them, but they have to open. That's why we pray. May God open the eyes of our understanding. May we see. You see, because sometimes we need to see so we can get encouraged. If we don't see, you see, you will get discouraged. You get discouraged. As the hand of Moses was held up, victory was sure for the camp. But as his hand began to get heavy, alright, he began to get tired. Yes, because that's what happened in warfare sometimes you get weary you get tired you 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 you, you know you 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 get weak all right and they get the guts you know Aaron and all and and they had to come and wage the hand of Moses and kept it up until the victory was sure this is the day friends where we've got to gather our hearts 
gather our minds and everybody take their place. Moses must take his place. Aaron and all must take their place. Joshua must take his place. Come on. It's a division of labor. There's division of labor and the things of the spirit. Hallelujah. Each of us have our part. If you don't turn up when you're supposed to turn up, it affects somebody else. Come on. If you don't take your place when you're supposed to, it affects, amen, the function of somebody else. We've got to understand that this is a, that's why is the body of Christ. Bones to his bone. We all must fit into our various parts. Don't try to fit into my part and I'm not going to try to fit into your part. You take your place. You take your place. Know your part. Hallelujah. And function there. If you're a Moses, amen, be on the mountaintop with your hands lifted. Come on. If you're a Joshua and all, support the hand of Moses. If you're Joshua, be there with the sword of the Lord until the victory is sure. Come on. Can you see? It's a day of warfare. As we advance further, amen, we're advancing into warfare. This victory is not going to come by folding our hands. We are going to war. That's why the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. Our battle is not with flesh and blood. We're not fighting men. We're not fighting, amen, some, some little humans somewhere who are blind. No. You know, governments are but humans. Amen. And sometimes they don't even know what they're doing. They're confused. That's why the Bible says, pray for them in leadership. It's your duty to pray for them regardless of the conspiracy theory people are pushing out there regardless of who is trying to control trying to take what listen to this the bible says the heart of the kings are in the hand of the law he turns it wheresoever he wills are we saying that the powers of darkness are stronger amen than than the power of god is that what we're saying all of this nonsense people are posting on facebook come on it is telling us something that is completely different from what god says in his word it's telling us something. And we're posting and telling people. 2,000 people died in America. And somebody has the audacity to tell me. This is a conspiracy theory. These are blind people. They have no understanding of the things of the spirit. Even if it's two people that died in America. Listen to this. Listen friends. That is too much of a people. Now we heard yesterday again. The most people dying in America today are the blacks. The called, you know, the, 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 the African Americans are the ones dying. And somebody says, This this is you're just being come on. This is why we're saying people need to wake up and understand what God is doing in our day. We cannot fold our hands. I am a prophet of the Lord, and I have a place on the watchtower for every soul that die. It aches my heart. It breaks my heart. I don't know about you. See, when we reduce spiritual things to politics, when we reduce spiritual things, all right, to, you know, uh, to numbers, to statistics, to games, this is not games of thrones. This is not, this is not chess game. We're not playing chess here. We know the two battles that is taking place in the earth. We know the enemy, Alea, he is, is really fighting to take the soul of China and to take the soul of America. And if he wins, listen to this, the world is doomed. That's just the truth. 
We can say we're not wrestling with flesh and blood, but if the enemy lay holes of the flesh and blood, guess what? They can touch you. They can impact you. They can stop you. The, 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 the things that will impact your life, they can hinder the advancement of the, the, the purposes of God. Come on. They, they, they can make the bread you buy for 15 rand to become 20 rand. Yes, that's why we pray. That's why we pray that God touches the heart of people. When, when they begin to make ungodly policy and we fold our hands and say, well, you know, this is just conspiracy theory. No, no, listen to this. The devil will use anybody that is available, including Bill Gates, including, you know, Donald Trump, including Xi Jinping, whoever is available. That's why we have to pray. We have to take our place, take our stand, and we have to push back the hand of, we have to have a burden for the nations. Now, people who, who, who want to just talk rhetorics. Just want to express rhetorics. I've never been to America, but I live in America in the spirit. I live in China in the spirit. Just like I live in South Africa in the spirit. I'm here, but I'm not here. And that's how we have to tag, the, you, know, you know, track the things of the spirit. We have to tag along as the spirit of God leads us. This is the day we have to magnify our office. We have to magnify our place, our position. Listen to this. Somebody's life depends on your prayer. Somebody's life depends on your intercession. I think for too long we've played around the things of God, particularly prayer and intercession. Because when we talk about prayer and intercession, is how much I've prayed and how much uh, of a new car I got. How much of a new house. How much my ministry grow. That's why they are blind. They cannot see. Eyes of day, they cannot see. They've lost the sense, the passion of God in their heart. We have to wake up. You see, I'm steering your heart as my heart is being steered. I'm steering your heart. I want you to understand that the life of people around you may just depend on your prayer. May just depend on you standing. If they are collapsing, you cannot afford to collapse. If they are panicking, you cannot afford to panic. If they are confused, no, it's not your portion to be confused. If they lack faith, it shouldn't be your portion also to be lacking faith. If they don't know what to do, if they are in need, you should not be in the same situation that they know. Because you are supposed to be a light to the world, a salt, amen, in the earth. That's what the scripture calls you. That's your identity. Let me remind you again, the Bible says you're a light. Sent to the wall. You cannot be hidden under the bushel. No, you've got to be on the on the table to light to to you know to illuminate the house. Come on, you're a city on on the hill. You cannot afford to be hidden. You've got to you've got to pray. You've got to pray. Even if nobody sees you pray, even if nobody hears you pray. Come on, you've got to lift your hand. The Bible says, from the days of Enos, men began to call upon the name of the Lord. And when you call upon the name of the Lord with a pure heart, with a true heart, I tell you, God responds. He came down. He saw the days of Noah, and he found a man who was praying. Come on, he found one among the wicked generation. He found one. Can he find us? Can he find you this morning? As he found you. We tracked the scripture yesterday. I'm going to look at it again. Then hopefully later on I'm going to come back and then we're going to finish that message I began yesterday night. Because there's something that, you know, is in that message that we have not, we've not, we've not fully done justice to it. As powerful as the Lord spoke to us. I listened to that message again. While I was, I was just lying in the bathtub yesterday. Listen, I listened to everything. God speaking. 
when God's speaking, we cannot but to hear. Listen. When God speaks, we listen. Whenever God speaks, we listen. We are just. That's the voice of God. Whenever God comes to us and gives us a word, it, it, it means you've got to what? Adjust. Even if you are good, amen, you've got to adjust to another level, amen, to another state. In goodness, amen, there are levels. We're moving from good, amen, to the best. We're moving from best to excellent. I'll show you a more excellent way. The other said, friends, we're tracking the heart of God. We're pressing into the mind of God. We're standing. We have to see what God is doing. We have to hear what God is demanding from us in this brand new day. It has to be clear to us. We have to step into the realm, the reality of immortality. Immortality is not a futuristic reality. It's a present, amen, coming into the life of Christ. The more we become like him, the more we become, amen, immortal people. The more we come in. Excuse me, the more we come into him, the more we are changed. Every time we change, we become heavenly. Every time we change, we become transcendent. Every time we change, we become resurrected. Hallelujah, people. We have a resurrected mind. Hallelujah. A resurrected belief system. A resurrected culture of existence. We are not of the earth. Even though we are in this world, our value system, our operational order of existence is from a different realm, from a different, more superior reality, amen, than all that men can see and can tag us with in this now world. Come on. Our life is sourced in Christ. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. So listen, we can quote that, but if the revelation of him has not really dawned on you, you can operate. You cannot function within amen. The, 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 the grace and the and the and the and, and the advantages that is made available. Because living in Christ, amen, is a system of existence. It's not just something we quote. Living in Christ is a system of existence. It's not religion. It's not just about going to church. It's not just about reading scripture. It's not just about doing all those religious things. We, every aspect of our faculty must be awakened in his likeness. We must become like him as he is. So we are. Not deity. No. But as he is. In, in values. In standard. So we are. We are not deities. But we reflect. We are ambassadors. It's like an ambassador that represents his nation. An ambassador cannot claim that he's the nation, but he represents the nation. That's who we are. That's what we are. We represent a dimension of a life. Everywhere he goes, he was doing good. Why? God was with him. God was with him. When we carry God everywhere we go, people will see. We will live thrills of goodness. Hallelujah. We will, we will live, amen, the, 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 the place more imparted, transformed, amen, energized. People will be awakened. People will come to vision, reality. Hope, amen, will be given to people. Faith will be steered. You know, you want to come into people, amen. You live there, they should be able to say, oh, I wish this person didn't have to leave. I wish he doesn't have to leave. I wish he doesn't have to leave. I wish he can still stay. They said to Jesus, Can you can't you stay more with us? Stay. Why? Because when you move into a place, you bring him there. You bring the presence of God there. You walk when they open, amen. The, 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 the nation again, you walk into your office because of your presence. Things start happening in the atmosphere. When they're laying people off, they say, No, you we cannot afford to lose you. No, you we want you to stay. We want you to stay. We, we need you to stay. 
we know that uh, you know there's a god that is with you yes that was potiphar <laughs> he said no you stay because of the god amen of joseph the house of potiphar prosper there's something about the presence of god amen that, that transform our environment. Imagine if all the Christians in this world are carriers of this thing that we're talking about. We won't be talking about an antichrist. <laughs> because we'll be litting the whole earth with, with light. Everywhere will be full of light. There won't be any place for the enemy amen, to hide. <clears throat> the enemy always hides where there is darkness. It thrives where there is darkness. And darkness is translated to ignorance. Where there is no knowledge, <clears throat> excuse me, the people of God perish. There are too many people that have perished, friends. You know, when I think of the number of people that have died with this coronavirus, I don't just think of numbers as in, oh, 10 people die. That's 10 family. That's 10 potential. That's 2,000 potential. Maybe one of those people that died, you know, is a businessman in the make. Maybe he is going to be the next person to, to write, you know, some, some code that would change and transform the world for the better. That's what it means. All those people that die, earlier, is their salvation lost if they have not known the Lord? Is their hope dashed? That is the father of a child who died. It's not a statistics. It's not a number. That is somebody's wife who died. That is somebody's brother who died. Because somebody dropped the ball. Because somebody, two nations or three nations are playing a game. And guess what? Even if, even if it is God who allowed it, and of course we know that nothing happens without him indirectly or directly sanctioning it. It that doesn't stop us, amen, from mourning. After all, it was God who commanded 70,000 to die because David did the wrong thing. And it was the same David who had to plead and say, God, no, you cannot do this. Moses pleaded on behalf of the people. God said, let me finish this whole generation. And I'll raise a new set of people through you. Moses said, no, Lord, you can't do that. You cannot do that. You cannot do that, Lord. You cannot do that. That is an intercessor. This is the heart of intercession. This is what keeps me awake. This is what drives me close and pr to pray. You cannot do that, Lord. You stand on behalf of the people. You, 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 become, you become a wedge. Ah. Our men of God have lost it. People have no more passion for God and the things of God. They call themselves pastors, but they are... God help me. May the judgment of God fall upon all of them. May God begin to give his people men and women who will teach them wisdom, who will feed his people and not skin them. Because they are, all they are thinking about is let this thing be open so that they can collect more money from the people. Listen to this. Hear the word of the Lord. 
as the Lord has shown us this sign, this symbolic sign, so will it become a reality in the life of those who have compromised the values and the standard of God. Their message, their pulpit will be perpetually shut down. To your house, O Israel, scatter. We scatter them. We dispatch the people across. They will find the house that will teach them peace, hope, that will give them rest, that will teach them knowledge. They will all be scattered. They will be scattered. If you're watching me and you're one of those people, hear the word of the Lord. Your people will be scattered. Your house will be scattered. God will give them a different shepherd who will love and care for them. Those of you who watch me incognito, hear the word of the Lord. If you don't repent, God did not put people under your care to abuse them, to misuse them, and to control them, and to tell them they can still pay their tithes to an account when they are locked down. You cannot see. As God judged the house of Eli, God would judge these people. Yes. Let it be known that there is a prophet who lives among the people who still carry the word of the Lord. My name is Isaiah Phillips Oluwakade Akintola. I am a prophet of God from Nigeria, sent to South Africa, living by the values and the oracles of God. You will be judged wherever you are. No matter how well polished, how well fine-tuned, how well deceived you think you, you've perfected the house, God will expose you. He will expose your skirt. The veil will be rent. We will see what is behind. We will see that which is hidden. The people will know. God will open the eyes of the people. They will see what is behind that 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 palatial building. They will see what is behind, you know, that marble house. They will see behind th that which is behind that purple curtain. They will see behind what is behind that gold-plated, you know, pulpit. They will see it and they will run from the smell and the stench of the dead bones that are there. It's the day of the Lord. In the day of the Lord, two things happen. I've told us this before. There's redemption. Yes, you remember the other one. And there's judgment. They always go hand in hand. Judgment and redemption. The redemption of the house of Noah is translated to the judgment of the generation of Noah. So why God is judging God is redeeming his own. Track with God, friends. Track with God. It's a brand new day. The order has changed. The shift has taken place. A new order of people have emerged. A new voice is coming from the horizon. The spirit of the Lord is upon his people again. The spirit of the Lord is upon the waters. God is tearing the waters. He's tearing the waters, that which, has, that which has settled beneath, that people have not seen. God is tearing. He, he has sent his angels to stir them up. They are tearing the waters. Yes. We will see that behind that which looks clean, there's a pollution. There's a, there's a sediment underneath. Heaven is tearing the waters. 
Heaven is stirring the waters. You will no longer deceive the people of God. The people of the law will no longer live a sheep among wolves. No. The eyes of their understanding will be enlightened. They will see and they will know. They will realize that you're fake. That you're a deceiver. They will see it and they will realize it. And God will give them the courage to break ties with you. They will not feel guilty when they leave. I come against that spirit that says when people leave a place that have that have that have abused them that they feel guilty. You shall know. I release this word into the atmosphere of this nation, into the entire world. You will no longer feel guilty. No, no, no one has the ability or the power to make you feel guilty when you stand for truth. Stand for truth, even if you have to stand alone. Your house is judged. As the Lord judged the house of Jeroboam, your house is being judged. As the house of Heb is judged, your house is being judged. As the house of Jezebel and Natalia was being judged, as the Lord judges the house of Pharaoh, your house this day is under judgment. Your citadel is under judgment. Your empire is under judgment. Ah, the zeal of the lost house is upon me. The zeal of my father's estate is upon me. The earth is the Lord and I represent him. And the fullness thereof, your house is under judgment. Is a voice of a prophet this morning. I told you, whenever you connect to the prophetic, whenever you connect to intercessory spirit, you will always draw from the prophetic stream. They go hand in hand. You cannot be burdened in prayer. And they will not give you a word. They will give you a word. They will give you a word. So you make a mistake if you think I'm just a pastor. You make a mistake if you think I'm just one of those people who come to exalt the people. You make a mistake to your detriment. Your house is under judgment this morning. Not tomorrow. This day. We bring, we bring judgment to it. We execute the judgment that is written. Pharaoh will let my people go that they may serve me. The people are designed to serve God, not you, man of God. They're not designed to serve you. They're designed, they are set to serve God. They brought you, they brought them to you so that you can train them, teach them, empower them, resource them to know God, not you. I decrease that they may increase as they stand before the Lord. It's a day of judgment. Friends, for those of us watching that you're not in ministry, you've got to understand that this is a sacred day. All of the things that heaven is proclaiming and declaring, we all must, we must look at it and uh, let those words filter into our lives. Is there things that we're doing, that we're doing out of order, that we're doing, you know, in a way that is not in alignment to God's standard. You've got to let go of those things. Because listen, this is a day of exposure. They will expose you. So, leave it. Don't take advantage of people. The Bible says always seek the good of others. Don't do things that you, you think of your own benefit first. It's a wrong mindset. If you're doing anything, you're thinking of your benefit first. What would it, how would it benefit me? No, 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 no. You see, that's not kingdom mindset. 
kingdom mindset is how will they benefit other people? How will they promote somebody? How will they put a smile on somebody's face? How will they enhance somebody's life? How will it encourage somebody? That's how we live our life. That is what love means. That's why God is love. God is not selfish. God is not self-centered. We take advantage of people's need. We take advantage of people's plight. We take advantage of their ignorance. We take advantage of their weakness. How many pastors from Nigeria have trooped into this country just to take advantage of this nation? I've said it before. I know South Africa has got their own challenge. But how many people have come into this nation just because they, they see, oh, they, this is a good ground. And they've spoiled. They've poo all over the place. They've urine all over the place. The whole place is stinky and smelling because the so-called men of God and prophets of God came and destroyed the... I mean, you took advantage of something that you're supposed to help to correct. How can that be right? How can that be right? It's the same thing. People troop into America. You, you, we are sent to places to go change the place. Not to take advantage of the people. Wherever we go, we leave the place desolate. We leave the place destroyed. We leave the place barren. We leave the place worse. That's not God. That's not God. That's not God. Let's live our life open and plain. Open and plain before the He is the lifter of our head. The head that God has not lifted. Listen to this. When men lift you high, men will bring you down. It's the day of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, I feel your voice. I feel your burden. Mm. Let me let me read that scripture yesterday that we read, and I'm gonna be done for this morning. Then hopefully we'll come. I'll come back later. Thank you, Father. I just feel a lifting of the burden. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Romans chapter eight. And in verse 11, it says, If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. That was a game changer for us yesterday, if you if you connected yesterday. It said, if, 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 that's a big word, if, the spirit. If, the spirit. If, the spirit. So, if the spirit is there, you don't need much, you know, uh, drama. <laughs> If the spirit, if the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. That's a condition. So the probability is it's not there. But if it's there, then rest. If the spirit of him, you see. Think about that. Just think about that. Everything in life is created with a spirit. The, the, the word of the Lord is, if, if the spirit of him, not the spirit of someone else, not the spirit of something else, 
if the spirit of him Christ has a spirit, right? Yes. And it's that spirit of Christ that raised him from the dead. Because when he died, he left the spirit. Amen. The spirit went back to the father. And as the Lord sees that he's pleased with the offering. All right. He sent back the spirit. Okay. Go wake him up. So the Bible says, if that same spirit that raised Jesus Christ lives in you. The Bible says, amen. He will raise that same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. Will also give life. To your mortal body through his spirit who dwells in you so that tells me something the most important thing in the life of a believer is to be certain that the spirit of christ lives in them is to be assured that i am a carrier of the spirit of christ that i'm growing in the spirit of christ that i am increasing in the spirit of christ that i'm knowing amen the revelation of that spirit that i'm having amen day to day hour to hour minute to minute interval relationship with that spirit that i have a deep connection not not a prostitute connection remember with we, we, that was a good example we gave yesterday not not touch and go not hit and run not just go there and get some feeling ooh, and then you, you you go no 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 if if it if it leaves there if it dwells in you as some translation says, if that spirit dwells in you, this one says, if he lives in you. Some translation says, if that spirit dwells in you. When something dwells, it rests there. It stays there. Alright? It have his abode there. Just like the Bible says, in him we live, we move. We have our being. It's the same idea, amen, that Christ wants to live in us. He wants to move in us. He wants to have his being in us. The Bible says, if that same spirit lives in you, amen, the spirit that raised, that raised, that spirit that raised Jesus from the dead will also, will also, will also, that's the key word, will also give life. To give life, like I said yesterday, amen, is to give direction, is to give insight, to give impetus, to give authenticity, to give approval. Because that spirit was in the first man, Adam. Adam was able to nature all the animals adam was able to tend his garden adam was able to keep amen things functional until he compromised that order and that standard and we saw the enemy came in so now we understand how to take care of how to keep charge amen how to continue to live our life within the ambience of divine of divine life of the resurrected life because that's what we're tracking we're tracking that resurrected life Amen. Because of the Passover, because of what Jesus Christ did, Amen. Which is which is a typology of the Passover. We have passed from death to life. We have entered into a new day, into a new season, into a new position. Hallelujah! That is called the new life, the ascended life, the resurrected life, the resurrected life, a life that cannot be quenched that cannot be stopped that cannot be killed that cannot be limited you see the more you walk in the revelation of this i mean this is a scripture that you must meditate on you've got to just stay there for a while you've got to extract all the juice all the values you've got to mind the scripture until everything comes alive if the same spirit raised christ from the dead dwells lives in you so the question, the first point is, is it in me? If it's not in me, okay, how do I get it in me? 
Lest we get deceived and say, well, I pray in tongues. Come on, let's, let's go beyond that. You've got to know that, hey, your life has become the dwelling place of the Messiah. Your life has become, amen, his citadel, his temple. He said, don't you know? It's a revelation. Don't you know that you are the temple of the living God? Don't you know? It's a keyword. That's a keyword. Don't you know? Sometimes we don't know. Most times we don't know. We assume we know. And when we try to shake, we do things. Things don't happen. We're like, what's going on? Because we assume. I said yesterday, the Bible says that Samson did not know that the Lord has left him. He said, I would do the way I used to do. I would shake myself. No, no, the Lord has left him. Let's not, <clears throat> let's not live our life, amen, assuming that we have something while that thing is not there. You've got to be sure. Listen, when you're sure, when you are sure, you will move mountains. When you are sure, you see, Elijah was sure, Mount Camel. He didn't need to do all the gymnastics. He didn't need to scream and shout. No. In fact, he made, he made the whole situation even more difficult. He said, pour more water on the thing. Why? Because he was sure. He was sure that that fire was not going to come down by his own might. He was sure that it's not just going to be the heat. Come on. Lest they say, well, you know, uh, this fire came because, you know, it, it's the, the, the day is quite sunny. It's a sunny day. <laughs> You know, science will, will tell you, no, 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 Jesus never, Jesus never rose. That's just an hoax. It's just a lie. You know? Yes. Yet science has proved. There are proofs that he rose. Religion will give you all kinds of excuses that Jesus is not the son of God. In fact, that he's not God. They will use their kind of, you know, blind sight to try to interpret the things of the spirit. The man of God said, pour more water. You see, when God moves, he moves in a way that you cannot doubt him. You cannot doubt his power. There are things that I have seen. There are places that I have been. There are encounters, relationship, experience that I have about God today, about Christ, that I cannot doubt it. Even if I want to doubt it. Even if I want to doubt it, I cannot doubt it. It's like I become a witness. <laughs> you know, when you're a witness of a crime, even if you don't want to. They will, they will subpoena you to come to the court. <clears throat> you must give your own side of the story. You saw something. You were there. Even if you're a child. Have you noticed that? Even if that person is a child, they will take that child to the court. The child must say what he or she has seen. There are things that you must see about the things of God that makes you a true witness. Our problem is we've not seen we've not seen things. <laughs> Did you know? I know. Are you sure? Well, I'm sure. No, you're not sure. If you have an encounter, you see that's why people like Paul. You know, you can't stop him. You can't kill him. All of the great politicians and and the influence influential people of his day who knew him, they couldn't change his mind. Felix knew Paul. Felix was like, you know, uh, uh, you know, Paul's colleague. Herod knew Paul. All of these great heroes, you know, people in the script, this Roman, they knew Paul. But they couldn't change his mind. You can't change the mind of, of somebody who saw something. You can't make yourself, talk yourself not to see it again. No, you've seen it. Once you see something, you, you, you're a witness. If you hear something, amen, you, you, you have heard that thing, you're a witness. Have you noticed that we make decisions based on what we've seen and what we hear? 
Yeah? It's a witness. So when you become a witness of Christ, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you Lord. The Lord just dropped a word in my spirit. You know why a lot of people cannot evangelize? Because they have not witnessed Christ. If you have not witnessed Christ, you cannot be his witness. If you have not witnessed something about Christ, you cannot speak of that to people. That's why people are ashamed. That's why people are shy. That's why people will give you all kinds of excuses why they cannot do it. You say, God, give the word. <laughs> In case, suppose, ah, this is, this is, a, no, you don't know this person. What are you doing? You're just giving the message of what you have, what you have seen. <clears throat> it's not for you to convince the person. It's for you to deliver a message. That's the job of a prophet. That's why I'm, I'm very, you know, hesitant to say, thus hear the Lord. I must be sure that I've heard and I've seen it. I must be certain that what I am saying is what I know in my spirit. Not just what I have here. A lot of things people know here. People go to school, go to school, learn things, go to university, go to Bible school, theology school, go to all kinds of places, learn some business, you know, principles, and then they start a church. They're as blind as a bat. And then they want to use Babylon's principle to run the things of God. No wonder they hit the brick. And when they hit the brick, instead of them to go back to God, no, they go look for the witch of Endom. Because pride will not allow them to say, no, I made a mistake. I thought I heard. There's nothing wrong, amen, for you to say, no, no, I thought I heard, but I was wrong. I didn't hear. I assumed. You see, they are sore. They are too puffed up. They are too fleshy. They are too full of themselves. No. After the guy has been caught, he still said to the prophet, ah, please walk with me. Don't let the people see my nakedness. Please walk with me. It's arrogant. When people are arrogant, they can do anything. They can even kill just to cover up. Because they cannot just bring themselves to the point where, you know, they will have to go back and say, you know, I am sorry. You know, I was wrong. You can't track with people like that. People who are not quick to adjust are dangerous people. If you find it, if you find it, if you find, if you're finding it difficult to apologize, to say sorry, to say I missed it, all right, to come before the people and say, oh, no, no, I thought, I thought I heard, but I, but I was wrong. <laughs> that is a powerful signal that you need to you you need help quick and fast. Because if you are so arrogant to, to, to open up to say, no, no, this is not right. I, 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 thought I, I, thought, I thought I heard the right thing, but I was wrong. If you cannot do that, then you are in trouble. Because listen to this, the enemy will continue to sear your conscience. He will continue to sear your conscience until he puts you to that land of no return. Destruction. That's what the Bible says. The way seem right to you. It's always seem right to you. You never reason with other people and say, well, wait a minute. I might just be wrong here. And these are people today. They give, they give all kinds of false, false prophecy. I mean, I can count five or more names who've given false prophecy about this year, about what is going on by the corona. I mean, so many, and these are prominent 
prominent prophets. So-called prominent prophets. And they cannot come to the TV and say, well, I mean, if you have the boldness to stand before the TV to give a wrong prophecy, you should have the humility to stand before the people to say, sorry, you know, I was wrong. And I can assure you, people will honor you for that. Because you show integrity. Listen to this. There's something more powerful than an anointing. It's called integrity. You see, I place integrity before anointing. I don't place an anointing before integrity. Because what maintains your anointing is your integrity. And of course, that, that was what God saw in the heart of David. Not that David was a perfect man. He was just a person who was, after, you know, he you put, you corner him to the wall. David is quick to say, Lord, <laughs> you caught me. I'm wrong. So that's what, it's not like David is better than, you know, than, than, than Saul in terms of character. No, it's just that David is quick to, you know, acknowledge I was wrong. Sometimes as a prophet, you can hear things and not fully hear what the Lord is saying and run with it and run with half truth. And then you're in trouble. You find yourself, yeah, you can tell the people, sorry, I was wrong. I, I thought I heard well. And I'm, just, I'm not just talking about prophet. This is supposed to be the nature of how we live our life. When you do something that hurts people or you do something that is not right, be quick to say, sorry, I, I, I didn't mean it that way. Don't, don't. Uh, let's forget it. Let's, let's move on. You cannot move on. Your life is built on your integrity. If the same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through his spirit who dwells in you. Wow. Lord, we, we, we tap into this word this morning. We need this life, this spirit that gives our mortal body the power to be awakened, to be quickened. This is what we cry for, oh God. This is what we long for. In this period of Easter, where we celebrate your resurrection, Lord, we remind ourselves again of the power that ought to drive our life, the power of the resurrected life. We ought to be living from this flow of the resurrected life. That sickness and disease, that the corona and all the plagues of this world because of the resurrected power that we share, that they be destroyed, that they be nullified. This is our prayer, oh God. That Lord, we are tapping into that spirit that raised you from the dead. You didn't raise yourself. Your submission, your humility, your obedience to the voice of the Father brought back the spirit. Brought back the spirit into you and quickened, gave life to your mortality. And you become, gave life to your mortality and you become, you became immortal. You said to Thomas, flesh don't have spirit, touch me, touch me. Because he thought you were just a spirit. <laughs> he said, touch me. 
This body has become an immortal body. He walked through the wall. Ah. You show them a different dimension. That in the resurrection, we will live in the realm that is called transcended, transcended humans. We will walk on water. We will banish disease from society. Elisha said, get me a bowl, a clean bowl, a new bowl with salt in it. He said, take me to the water that is polluting the lives of the people. Take me there. Take me to the stream. Take me to the head. And he proclaimed the word of the Lord. This day, the Lord healed you. As we remember this powerful principle, Lord, we speak in the name of Jesus that this day the Lord heal our nation from disease, from plague, from all kinds of destru destruction. But not just our nation, the entire globe. We pray, we stand and we declare, be healed. Be healed, be healed, be healed in the name of Jesus. Like the prophet of God said, bring me a clean bowl and salt. It was never done again. It was a revelation for the season. It was something the Lord dropped in his heart. It was not a doctrine. So there is no salt service. <laughs> Get me a bowl. That was the now word for the situation. That's what we need, Father. A now word to, 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 to deal with the corona of this world. To deal with what is behind corona. To deal with the people behind corona. To deal with the system behind corona. This is what we need. A now word, oh God. Drop in the heart of your people. Doesn't have to be some special prophet, No. It was Moses who says, he says, I wish that the Lord will pour his spirit upon all his people. That all his people may prophesy. It doesn't mean that we suddenly become equal with Moses. No. It is the joy and the, and the joy and the, and the pleasure of every true prophet that the entire house become prophetic. That's the life. That's why we're saying we're going beyond just a gift. It is our inheritance. By nature, we are prophetic. So God can drop us a word in your heart that you need, amen, to stir up in the spirit that will give an answer to the current situation. Spirit of the Lord, we respond to your voice. We respond to your speaking, so God. We respond to your dealings, O oh God. We respond, O oh God, to your quickening spirit. If the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, let the same spirit begin to quicken the mortal body of those right now living. Oh God, yes, bedridden in hospital, wherever they are, in the name of Jesus, we break that spirit, oh God, yes, of plague, of corona, yes, in the name of Jesus, of COVID-19, wherever you are, we break your hold and we proclaim and we declare, let the healing virtue of Christ flow 
into, yes, the streams, the atmosphere in the name of Jesus from South Africa, from Southern Africa to East Africa, to West Africa, to North Africa, to Central Africa, from the continent of Africa, we release the spirit to flow, oh God, into Asia, oh God, into the Arab world, in the name of Jesus, yes, into the Pacific Islands, in the name of Jesus, into the Caribbeans, yes, Father, Lord, we release it into Europe, we release it into America, in the name of Jesus, we release it into South America, we release it into North America, we release this word, oh God, into Asia, we declare, like a river, let it flow, break the hold of the wicked one. We declare, Father, this day, this hour, we thank you, Lord, that they're coming up with the right vaccine. Not a vaccine that is planned with all kinds of agenda. No, we refuse that one. In the name of Jesus, whatever they are planning, oh God, that they think they are hashing, that they think that they are progressing, Father, they will hear a rumor. You will scatter them, oh God. You will frustrate them. The counsel of Aitophel will not stand. The counsel of the wicked one will not stand. The spirit that wants to pollute, yes, the lives and the genes of man, that wants to corrupt that wants to control, that wants to influence, that wants to intimidate. No, it shall not stand wherever they are. Wherever they are, we are the one that is called lofty. We are the one that the Bible says, this house shall be called the mountain of the lost house. This mountain is elevated than the mountains of men, than their technology, oh God, that they are gathering. We declare this day, we take our stand in the elevated reality of our place and our position. The mountain of the lost house shall be exalted, elevated above every other mountain. We dwarf them. We meet them in the heavenly places. And that is where we war. And we win. Because you have already won. You've given us the victory. We thank you Lord this day. It's not by might. We pray from our eternal position in Christ. We do not pray, oh God, from the location of the crisis. No. We pray from the position of rest. We pray from the position of truth. We pray from the position of our dominion. We pray from the position of our leadership authority. You say rule the earth. Govern the earth. Subdue the earth. We pray from that position, oh God, that the first man operated from. We nature, we renature the earth. We renature the earth. We renature the earth. We listen to the cry of creation and we respond in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. Your word is healing. Your word is life, is healing to our flesh. Your word is a medicine. Yes, you are the balm in Gilead. You are the balm, oh God, of this generation we thank you that out of this a new order of people are emerging who would join your army who would join your 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 your, your place your position who will flow into the kingdom life we thank you oh god 
what the enemy meant to be evil you've turned it around you've turned it around for your own good yes you are the god that is at work both to will and to do even of your own good pleasure all things work together for the good of them who love the lord and are called after your purpose you've called this generation after your purpose there is something you want to achieve in this season in this period oh god father we fast track it because we locate it in the spirit we thank you lord hallelujah glory 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 lord we thank you for our, our president we pray for serum opposer strength we pray to you wisdom grace we surround you with people of knowledge we surround you with people of of competence yes we surround you with people of wisdom we surround you with people yes who who will walk in honesty who will not circumvent yes your effort in the name of jesus and we proclaim that this day we severe you from every ungodly alliance and relationship we severe south africa from every ungodly alliance and relationship in the name of jesus we declare that we will look inward and we will begin to invest in our own people. We will begin to invest in our own doctors. We will begin to invest in our own scientists. Yes, we will begin to invest in our own technology. Father, we thank you. We speak, oh God, life to the universities. That they will start, yes, rising up to the occasion. This nation used to be known as a nation with a cutting-edge technology. They destroyed all that. Even after the apartheid, this nation was known as a nation with cutting-edge technology. The advent of the Guptas of this world that destroyed everything. But we declare in the name of Jesus now, restoration, restoration, restoration. Restoration to the technological, yes, ad, 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 advancement of this nation. In the, name of, in the name of Jesus. Restoration. Yes, first to the leadership. Restoration. Restoration of godly leadership. The spirit of leadership, oh God. We know for such a time as this, you have place, oh God. Siri Ramaphosa there. And people have said, nah, he, he, he is for, he is for the, 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 the business people. Yes, we need the business people. But Lord, not at the detriment of the destiny of this nation and so we thank you lord every 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 wrong alliance every wrong investment because we know the power of investment sometimes investment is just but a bribe when they say we we are investing no they are bribing so that when they want something we don't know we don't we, we can't say no well father we thank you this day you begin to give our leaders our president oh god the right wisdom the right knowledge the right people in the name of jesus whatever thing they've signed that would not advance, yes, the life of the people. Particularly those that are downtrodden, those that are in poverty, those that are below the poverty line. Father, we declare that he will not sign it. They will revolt every signature that is, that is, that is designed to destroy the future of this nation. We declare, we declare it, yes, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God. Who says the economy of this nation will be destroyed? No, we speak life to it. Yes, yes. This period gives us opportunity to, to reinvent ourselves, to look back, to go back to the drawing table. Yes, South Africa, you go back to the drawing table. 
and you begin to begin to look at those areas that you have left behind that you have not paid attention to yes you go back to them you go back to them yes yes you go back to them beyond just mining you go back yes to invest in yes into human capital in the name of jesus yes father we thank you we thank you you will invest in your educational system yes father we thank you we thank you we thank you for cutting edge cutting edge technology yes father we thank you for leadership oh god born by the spirit young men and women oh god millennials ago who are ready to walk here because the atmosphere is conducive for them because the pay is conducive for them we thank you oh god as we pray for this land we also pray for the rest of the continent we pray oh god for nigeria economy with a, a, a country that you are positioned with strong economy but not just the economy of 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 of, of money but the economy of people 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 what a what a what a shared power of human capital you place in nigeria we thank you this day that this nation is rising up the men and women are rising up oh god they are taking their place yes the earth is the lord and the fullness thereof including the people who dwells in it thank you oh god that this nation is rising up. the people are rising up the shared power of young mind young strength huh, with vision we thank you for opportunity that you're creating for them yes lord as you do it in nigeria it flows to ghana to cameroon in the name of jesus to cote d'ivoire in the name of jesus to Benin republic in the name of jesus to niger republic in the name of jesus christ we declare it, lord yes in liberia we declare it oh god <coughs> in congo brazzaville yes lord we declare it oh god let it flow from west africa let it flow to east, to north, to south, oh God. <clears throat> we declare it in Libya, oh God. We declare that that war cease in the name of Jesus. We call a truce in the name of Jesus. We declare that, yes, the weapons are now being turned into plowshed in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God. Yes, into Syria, we bless you, Lord, for what you're doing right now. Thank you that the war is seasoned. All the way, oh God, yes, to the entire continent. We bless you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Father. Thank you for a new set of leaders emerging out of this. It's a brand new day. You've laid for us a foundation of a new order, of a new day, of a new beginning. Where righteousness prevails, where your kingdom, yes, is coming even closer. Yes, we lift our eyes and we behold, oh God, the nearness of your kingdom. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Well, I want to thank everybody this morning that have joined us. I've come to the end of this morning uh, um, prophetic uh, prayer school. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being with us in this devotional time. We thank God for the word of the Lord, the spirit of God. Amen. It's moving in our day, in our time. And to the degree we allow that spirit to move in us is to the degree the spirit will move through us. All right? Let's continue to track the voice of God, the heart of God. Powerful time we've had this morning. The Lord has given us some beautiful prophetic direction. Amen. And we'll continue to track that. We'll continue to pray. We'll continue to advance in the light of truth. Amen. Let's continue to see ourselves in the light of what the Lord is saying. 
in this brand new day. Remember, friends, it cannot be over until he himself said it's over. So our joy this morning is that we can hear God and we can move towards a direction, amen, of the rising sun. This is the day of the Lord. We'll continue to rejoice in him. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, I'm going to be back later. Maybe let's say 9 o'clock there about, 19. I'm going to be back. And then we will look at this, the concluding part of the message we began yesterday night. That's, that is a timely message that will change anybody's life. All right? We want to live in the power of the resurrection. We want to move in that. That's not some futuristic thing. That is for the now. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone. God bless you, Studio. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Sister Megan. Amen. Thank you for connecting this morning. Thank you, Sister Tina. Appreciate it. God bless you, my dear brother Giwa. Thank you, sir, for connecting this morning, Sister Myrtle. Thank you. Roderick, thank you so much. And all those people watching us, wherever you're watching from, thank you so much for connecting. Please continue, continue to share the link. May the Lord continue to you know, release his blessing and his grace upon you. May he give you rest even in times like this. May you continue to show forth his praise. God bless you. Enjoy your morning. Bye-bye.